Cable Show. I'm Austin Cabot. I'm Evan Jubay. And tired. we just finished up with Card Battle. Card Battle was great, dude. I think we're, what, are we in Addison, Illinois? We are. Hampton Inn Lobby with the largest piece of granite you have ever it's seen. It's a big piece of granite. Don't take it for granted, bro. Yeah. You, say, you said that one a second ago. I know. Heck. I had to reuse it. I had to reuse it for the show. That's how good it was. Yeah. Uh, we're, uh, we're currently sitting down with my long-term car buddy, Chris Stewart. What's up, uh, guys? Founder of Good Life. Uh, ruiner of many lives. Uh, many lives. Uh, and and in, the, in the pursuit of good times on the racetrack. Yeah, Adam, I, I think the, I could label you as a co-founder of Good Life, even yeah. though around the... The name and, and kind of the grander yeah, yeah. Uh, presentation of it, um, I guess, uh, is in my head. But yeah, we've been doing track days together for Since a long, 04. long time. Oh, four. We did our first track event. Yep. I just found my uh, uh, my Honda Meet four um, lanyard. You gave us all the staff lanyards, and it was we printed with my name yeah. and everything. I had a little, I had a little laminating machine. <laughs> yeah. Went to Kinko's. That's right. I got my driver's license in 04. We yeah. Should have showed up, dude. <laughs> we uh, we, should, we missed yeah. out. We did our first event. We really didn't know what we were doing, but we had lanyards, so it was good. Lanyards are step one. Super yeah. pro. That, that, that is uh, how you dip your toe in the water of organizing and track events. That's true. If you don't, if you don't start with lanyards, yeah. you know, yeah. where are you going to go? It's true. Um, as I sniffle terribly in my unprofessional podcast. Um, so Chris and I have been buddies since probably two thousand, two thousand one. Um. um yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, probably 2001. I met you guys, um, I think I met you on Christmas, at, at a at a 075 Christmas party during Home Alone viewing. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, uh, a, that's a tradition. After Luke, the summer before, Luke, uh, Patrick had left a note on my Civic telling me to call Luke if I needed an engine swap. And then I met you guys in Rogers Plaza and bought a trans from him. Yep. So um, I, I don't know if I met you so there. This is all though. like back in your college days, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting. Like, um, we think about like the infancy of all of our automotive enthusiasm. Everybody's kind of got these similar stories, but Adam yep. and I have been, um, yeah, it's like, I think, I think, I remember how we met Lance. Or, so, just to give a little bit of context to everyone who's listening, so the, the 075 is the last three digits of the uh, address of the college house that I lived in with my good buddy Luke. And uh, we were just a bunch of car guys that were living in this, this house and had a one car garage and a bunch of broken Hondas in the driveway. Mm -hmm. And I remember we would like, uh, this was in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I moved there from Detroit. My friend Luke followed me. And we would like, see cars like that's how we met lance so lance drove by in this body kitted crx chased him down. and we chased him down like like you know like yeah. revving out our stock like my stock crx chasing him down yeah, to the, the car HF wash D15. and he said he thought he was gonna get jumped <laughs> and, uh, he's, now he's been our friend for 18 yeah, years and now he's been our friend for 18 years so um and i think uh, we met uh, adam and i met in it in a similar fashion yeah. we didn't chase you down but it was a uh, yeah, notes on cars yep. Uh, yep. Of, of similar Hey, you got varieties. a car that looks like mine. Yeah. Let's be buds yeah, we used to play, <laughs> for the rest we, of our lives. We used to leave notes on any CRX uh, you yeah. know, if they, anyone ever wanted to sell it. Uh, you know, so there's there's notes scattered all over Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, on all of the EF chassis Hondas. Yeah, it it uh, it was the thing I saw Luke do a couple times after uh, I got the note <laughs> left on mine. Uh, Luke and uh, I saw Lance do it one time too. When Lance came down, we did the first turbo kit that we ever built. He left a note on somebody's uh, Civic, I think, or maybe it was I don't know, it's one of us. We left a note while we were street tuning it. Yep. And that was before we had wide bands, and so we just look at the a at the air fuel gauge. Like when it was all green, it's probably good. That was as close as we got to tuning yeah. back then. 
Yeah. Reminds no. me of like the little rascals just like cruising around on bicycles and like those times new were people. really fun. I mean, it definitely man. had that kind of uh, you know back to the back to the schoolyard or back to the sandbox yeah. kind of feel when like we're we're are that like initial group of car buddies. Um, we were all like very much in our infancy of like learning about vehicles. Like I yeah. I didn't uh, like my my uncle worked for for GM and I like, grew up in a GM family, but not like a wrenching family, you know. So like. Um, and everybody else was kind of, you know, we're all learning about Hondas. And, yeah. you know, I think when I did my, my B16 swap, it was like the first one in West Michigan. <laughs> and I remember like I didn't have enough money to get uh, an exhaust. So I ran the, the stock HF exhaust on it. <laughs> Just so, like Chris uh, Sullivan's was like, doing with his K24. I think fit. it was a quarter inch exhaust. <laughs> yeah. yeah may, maybe inch, inch out of like yeah. yeah, like an inch and a half yeah. exhaust. Maybe an inch. Maybe. Yeah. Definitely some kink bends in there, uh, but it was it was cool just to like uh, everything was so fun and new, yep. um, and just even a night out like we used to do Taco Bell nights, uh, and we would get fifteen or thirty guys at Taco Bell, um, and then like you'd order a bunch of tacos and like yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not not too dissimilar from like other meats uh, yeah, that are happening and, all over the place. We had this regular you know? thing on Thursdays, and then like you know it just uh, as as the group got older, like that stuff went away. But a lot of us have obviously, because of these events, stayed in contact. Um, but uh, I see I see my car friends more than I see anybody. Like I see Austin, and he lives on the other side of the country. I see him as much <laughs> as any of my friends or more at these stupid events. So I I don't know. It's it's been a, a weird transition over the past couple decades, almost really. To yeah, I mean, I think it's in, it's interesting to see like, uh, and our 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 story is unique, but it's not necessarily unique. Like all mm-hmm. these groups and and kind of friendships uh especially around uh cars uh you know form in, in similar capacities yeah. and then every every kind of group of five or six um you know has their story and it's it's i'm just glad that our group is kind of overall stuck together a little bit you know we all maintain contact with each other uh peripherally at least so yeah absolutely um for uh, for background for people who go to good life and go to honda meet but don't know your story a whole lot what uh what was your first track event what was my first track yeah, event? Yeah. Um, I ran uh, with CGI Motorsports. was my first track event. Yeah. So uh, Holly, who is uh, runs our operations stuff and is kind of my right hand, uh, she runs that organization at Gingerman. And I had an instructor, girl instructor, drove around uh, NSX named Ray. Okay. And uh, actually, I think I did a NASA event before that. And I did a NASA event. I didn't have a good time. Um, not necessarily because of NASA or anything like that. It was just I, I wasn't comfortable. And something about that particular, you know, whether it was my instructor, and I think the first event was maybe at, I think we did Putnam was my first event. Um, and I think I remember when you guys went to Putnam. Yeah. And I, you stopped I, my house I never, like, I, I, I think I made, like, you know how Putnam has... Uh, like the shorter track, um, yeah. and it's coned off. I remember I turned in that, like in one of my <laughs> sessions, and like uh, just made some, lost. Just, yeah, just made some terrible mistakes, and like uh, was super nervous. Like I, yeah. I never like broke through, um, right. you know, at that first event. Like I never got over my nerves, so it was like not. Yeah, it didn't end up being fun. It ended up being nerve wracking. Did, did Luke um, go to that with you? Luke went to that with me. I think you guys stopped at my house afterwards, and we put a sway bar in his car and we reconfigured his exhaust. Yeah, I do fit. remember I hit a bird on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> this is all very familiar. I think, I yeah. think, yeah, I think I remember that. Um, but I think the first track day that I remember that it clicked was a CGI event. So that was at Gingerman, and uh, my instructor was this girl named Ray. Um, I think that I think that was her name. Is that her name, Holly? Ray? Yeah. So Ray drove an NSX, and I remember the way that she instructed was different than the way I got instructed at my previous events. So she would yell at me what to do. Yeah. Like yell. 
you know, like brake, turn, let the car settle, yeah. and like yell all the commands. And that was the event that it clicked. Uh, so it was when I like broke through that barrier of fear, yeah. and I wasn't nervous anymore. I was excited. So, um, you know, I think that was like a, a when I think about like how we build the beginner program and how we do stuff with with grid life. I think about that experience yeah. and try and like build our instructor program and like the way that we, yeah, and you know, the hard run part beginners like to try and get through that barrier. I, th I think that's hard too because uh, every <laughs> beginner driver has a different type of learning that I think would work best for them, and you never know what it is. No, but, but there's, I mean, there's like a. There's a couple different, um, you know, people that come into track days in general, not just our events, you know, and it's like overconfident. Yep. Um, so we'll call that the Peter effect. So, um, <laughs> Poor Peter. Yeah. And uh, quick, quick uh, context. I know we're talking about a bunch of people that, that other people might not know or the listeners might not know. Yeah. But our good friend Peter um, built this EM1 uh, Civic and it was the best build you've ever seen. Yeah. Back in 2000, yeah, in 2001. Like 2001. Oh, uh, it, was, it had everything. It, 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 it was built completely. Uh, for, I think it had for, quote unquote the entire Toyota catalog. It did. It was, it was built for, for, for tracking. Um, and then he went out on his first track day. I think he, he signed up for intermediate. Yeah, um, because that's what you do when you have all the Toyota parts. Yeah, he had. So he let, the, he let the build of the car designate where he thought he should be uh, at a track day. And he went off in the third turn. Um, yeah. And Hard. like... Threw sand or Wrecked kitty litter, lip, yeah, kitty uh, litter all up in the in the car. Like broke the Mugen lip. Um, I think he 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 had Falcon Zenus on his spoon wheels. Yeah, SW three eighty eight, sixteen yep. inches too. Like yep. the like the fourth set in the country yep. or something crazy. And uh, and that was the last turn he ever took on a road course. He yep. never got back on the course. Well, so yeah. I think about that experience as well, where it's like you, here you got a guy who's really. So going back to like thinking about the, the different types of people and the different mindsets, either people come into a track a day, track day thinking that they got this, yeah, um, uh, or yeah. they come into a track day pretty pretty nervous or pretty unsure. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, there, there's there's definitely some in between, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, you know the thing when when we think about how we build the beginner program and, and stuff like that, it's like keeping those. Yep those experiences at the forefront um yeah you, know, you want to prevent that you want to prevent that uh really bad day for as many people as you can um i can't think of a whole lot that we've had mm -mm. uh i think the the only one that comes to top of mind is uh our buddy dill was having a really bad day at, like his second event with us how to meet eight or something he wasn't messing with his instructor might have been the first event he ever had um and he, uh, I knew him from buying a set of wheels. I think I've said this on the show before. I knew him from buying a set of wheels. I met him in some parking lot, so I kind of knew who he was. Um, and he was kind of shy back then. And, and his brother's sitting right over here right now. But uh, he was, he looked super ready to give up. Uh, he wasn't messing with his instructor. His instructor hadn't showed up to grid or something. And so I hopped in with him. Uh, and he was terrible. It just got awful miserable. It was so bad. But he figured it out, like, you know, with the way I was, I guess, instructing at the time, it just worked with him. Yeah. And now he's obviously a regular. Yeah. We would. Does he instruct for us sometimes? Oh, he has many times. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Many so, times. Um, yeah. I mean, it's really cool to, like, be doing this long enough to kind of see the path of these guys. And then, like, we, you know, we had our, our, our driver summit slash the cart battle today where we, like, really talked about the, the vision of uh, the events that we're putting together and. You know, we talk about the events a lot, and people obviously reference the events because that's ex what's externally presented. But, you know, really it's about this community that we've built. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mention that a lot of times when I talk about it. Um, and that's a good example of it. You know, it's like Dill comes to our event, 
You know, mm-hmm. Adam instructs him. It clicks. Uh, he keeps coming. Um, and buddies for life. Yeah, buddies for life, and develops into one of our best instructors. Yep. Yeah. You know, uh, over over you know five years. <laughs> yeah. On track. Um, I, uh, tonight was uh, way more fun than I thought it would be. Um, I thought we'd be fighting about rules a lot more. Um, <laughs> it's, instead, the, the cart place just took way too much money per cart session from everyone. But that's cool. We all had fun anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, the food was okay. Uh, the buddies were best. Uh, it was a great time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, mean, I just uh, I, I love the camaraderie in this group. Um, and a lot of people drove from four, five, six hours away to be here just to hang out. Yeah. I'm looking at... 20 of them right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I started tearing up during the presentation a little bit. Yeah. Like, especially when, which part? <laughs> when you made, when you made some announcements and everybody went crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super excited. No, like, that was, that was pretty rad. I, when people yeah. were clapping because we announced road America. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty rad. I liked that. Yeah, I, I teared up a little bit just to see what you guys have built, oh, you know, man. it's, oh, and, to, and to get to be part of it too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah, just, it's, it's kind of surreal it, for me. It, it, well, it, it's still uh, a little unreal for for me. And like I was talking about, like these these uh, moments of uh, where you get to see like kind of the tangible results of uh, of effort, you know. Yeah. So it's easy to get like as we're especially mid season, like in the thick of it. And you know, for the the track events, um, you know, on the track side of stuff, um, yeah. once we get that kind of set in motion, there's a lot of work that happens on the ground. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of work that happens before and after the event. Um, you know, but the, the, the whole grid life experience with all the other odds and ends, um, you know, is what kind of blinds you to, um, you know, the, the real, uh, awesome stuff that's happening. And like, it's a little bit harder to be reflective when, you know, uh, things are happening and there's a lot going on during the season, but events like this, um, where, you know, we're talking about the grander vision. Um, we've got all of our buddies and all yeah. of our drivers and kind of the, the community in front of us. Um, you know, it's it's those moments that, um, yeah, it's 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 uh, humbling and and yeah. uh, um, filled it, with emotion. It's, and, it's and very exciting humbling for and, me. So for rad. me, for me, it, it was really interesting. I know I've mentioned it before, but I actually I bought in 2011 when I moved to Chicago. I didn't know a soul. And it was like two weeks before Honda meet. Um, and actually through a different forum that I was on, Nick Lau, you know, uh, knew me. And he was like, hey, you're moving to Chicago. You have your S2000. You should definitely come to this event. I was like, oh, it's sold out. Um, somebody put me in contact with Bill Luxon. Bill Luxon sold me a spot and I came out. Oh, that's how you get to know Bill? Yeah. I didn't know that story. Yeah, I, I went to Bill's house to buy his Honda meet ticket from him. Um, which did Bill's house have, is amazing, Did we actually have physical way. tickets? I don't think we did. <laughs> no, just, just to buy a spot. I guess. Yeah, I had to, I had to like him exchange spot. money. Got it, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah, so I ended up talking to him for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, but then came out and met the everybody. king of Chicago, yeah. Bill and, and what was crazy to me, right? So when I was in, in high or in college, so like around 08, I think is maybe when Wagon Attack 2 yep. launched. Yep. And it got shared on this like off-topic forum that I was on. Yep. And I thought was it was the coolest thing ever. I think two? it was. I think it was my sophomore 2009, year. I think yeah. was it Wagon maybe two. late 2009. 2009. Like, Jesus, yeah. That feels like it was Wagon Attack yeah. too. But I remember. Like it was yesterday. I remember watching it back then, and it was always in my head. That's actually why I started listening to free. Justice. It feels like yesterday. <laughs> I think that's why a few people started listening yeah. to Justice. But yeah. I didn't know that it was you guys that were involved. So I show up to West Michigan Honda meet, and there's the, and the wagon. wagons there. I was like. What the heck You're is starstruck going by on? Crappy Rusty Wagon. Like literally, literally starstruck. The worst car ever. Yeah, literally starstruck. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Wagon Attack Two. Um, 
Just go to YouTube, type in Wagon Attack yeah. 2. Cohen's wearing the shirt. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cohen's wearing the Wagon Attack 3 Literally. shirt. That's the best shirt I've ever designed, by the way. Um, so for, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, um, go to YouTube and search Wagon Attack 2. Um, yeah, I guess just Wagon, Wagon Attack, Attack 1. Attack, Wagon yeah. Attack 2 was the one that I think kind of put it on the stage. Well, Wagon uh, Attack 1 was a joke in a parking yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wagon Attack 2 was a joke with, with fancy cameras. And a, yeah, and a storyline. <laughs> Basically, and, and our, awesome Jim Kana. Uh, our, like, our buddy Luke, who we talked about earlier, Chris's old roommate, um, you know, he's been our chief instructor forever. Uh, well, now he's too busy, so we make Austin and Mike do that. But um, <laughs> the uh, he had this crappy old waggle van, and it was a turbo or all-wheel drive. And then one day he collected a bunch of parts, and he kind of me into doing a turbo uh, build on it. So it's all-wheel drive turbo. Uh, it was pretty fast, pretty quick. And then uh, they made a joke video in a parking lot in the snow, Wagon Attack 1. And then we did a built motor, giant turbo, and then we did Wagon Attack 2. He did that sand dunes and an airport in Michigan. Yeah, and then we did Wagon Attack 3 where we shipped the wagon to Iceland, <laughs> drove it around, watched it limp around the F-roads of Iceland, and then crushed it at the end, and Luke got so much hate from the internet. Legitimate <laughs> threats. Yeah, so much um, Because he crushed this wagon, and the parts could have been good, and I would have taken it, and oh my god. So the internet hates him for crushing a wagon. <laughs> and... Yeah. I, yeah, I remember watching the behind the scenes where he's just sitting on a couch, like out somewhere yeah. doing oh, the I, video. I was in his backyard, and he's like, that. he's like, I'm a high school teacher. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Like, coolest high school teacher, like showed you that you didn't really need a, a whole lot of of money to be able to go have fun. Yeah. And yeah, it's part of the reason why I didn't consider an Evo 10 for a long time. Is because of that, because of the wagon. Yeah, yeah. because wagon attack too. They hey, they make fun of the payment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cra so, crappy cars are rad. <laughs> they are rad. <laughs> but, you know, coming coming to West Michigan Honda Meet in 2011, uh, you know, meeting all the S2000 buddies and stuff like that, I literally, I moved to Chicago, didn't know anybody. I knew Bill Luxon because I bought the ticket from him. Excellent. And I knew Nick Lau. Yeah. And that's it. I didn't know anybody, no family, no nothing. Hmm. And, you know, coming to West Michigan, just kind of everybody just accepted me. Yeah. You know, as, yeah. as a Honda guy that was at the track. Yeah, uh, and... and and we, we mention this all the time in, internally and to the group, but um, there is definitely something special in, in the water of the community here, uh, the track community that exists in the Midwest and like kind of what's uh, come up through, uh, you know, the Honda Meet events and, and uh, you know, other events uh, throughout and what's ultimately uh, morphed into the grid life community uh, is, is pretty unique. You know, yeah. and I'm sure that there's something similar that exists somewhere, but I haven't quite yeah. seen it yeah. in this capacity. Well, like, I got my start in, in Texas, and there really wasn't anything like the community here. Yeah. And then moved up here, had it, and then I moved back down to the southeast. Yeah. And there was an okay community in the southeast, but nothing like there is here. Yeah. Um, and, and really, you have to be here to experience it. Yeah. We, you really we, can't. We, you we, can't describe it. Yeah, we talk about it, but like even with the, the grid life event as a whole, it's like you can look at it from uh you know afar and and you know we we present it um with a with a definite hype spin um you know yeah. to it yeah. um so but uh when, <laughs> when you come purpose, when you come yeah right? it is on purpose it, there is an intention to that but like yeah. you know people think it's it it's, it's it's as hype as you want it to be and it's as, it's it's the biggest party that you want it to be but it's also attractive that's the heart of it you know yeah. it's yep. this community that's the heart so uh there's so many different facets to it and uh anyone who you know, even the doubters, um, you know, uh, even people who have, like, dismissed our events that come to our events, um, it's, it's when you're there that you get it. 
you know, then it starts it starts to make sense in this like community yeah. that and, we and continually reference. There's a pretty good a uh, there's a pretty good percentage of return. I don't think we've turned a lot of people off, even when. John Coster gets mad. I can, that we don't I can make tell you the exact rate back. of return. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, if you want to know it. No, it, what is the exact rate of return? It's a 92% retention That's rate. Pretty well, good. For drivers. <laughs> That's pretty good. So. We've got to make that better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had a 100% retention well, rate. Those, there wouldn't be those, any spots those available. spots sell out so quick. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so, well, getting back to uh, how we kind of grew into a thing. Um, in 04, in 2000, you guys did. A meet at your house. Yeah, so the, and then the, the, the whole, or the whole one or whatever. Yeah, the whole like kind of journey of uh, you know where where Good Life came from and how it got to the point that it's at today and 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 kind of the you know on track to go where it's going. Um, you know, I mean, it started as a hobby and it still very much is, even though recently it's become more full time. But yeah. um, uh, you know that that passion still drives it. But um, yeah, it started as uh, I was going to the Niagara CRX meet. Yep. Um, and we were going to that every year. And, and for people who aren't familiar, that was uh, the biggest CRX meet in one of the bigger ones in North America. It was the closest one to us. I being, think it's being the biggest from, CRX meet. from yeah. Detroit. So it was all CRXs. It was in Niagara Falls. Um, and we would go there every year. Um, so I started going to that. There's a few EF hatches, too. What? We crashed the party with EF hatches. Yeah, well, you had to park in the back, bro. Yeah, me and Luke had to park far away. <laughs> you had to park elsewhere. Um, it was just CRXs. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was kind of taking, like, what that was um, and trying to do it in, uh, you know, in, in my neck of the woods the or something for, similar. The so. first one was just at your house, right? That was the only one I've No, the first one was at, uh, I forget what the name of the park was. No, that was the second one. Hanami 2 was I at, had a John, at my house? John Ball Park Zoo. Was Hanami 2. I was yep. at that one. And then there was Hanami, Hanami 3 was at that park on the river. Yep. And the first one was Hanami at my 4. house? Yeah. I don't even remember this. Too old. That's the story <laughs> I I've forgot, heard. I forgot, like, uh, I forgot all. S. Luke, he might remember. No way. <laughs> That's <laughs> Not true. Luke. Yeah. Luke won't remember anything. Um, no, You're talking, I mean, this, was, this was 14 years ago now. Or yeah. 13, no, this would have been, been in 2002. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, 15 um, years this Hanami year. Hanami 4 was the first one at Gingerbread. Hanami 4 was the, first one, was the so. first one at the track. So the, and that yeah. was a one day during the week, I think, right? It was a one day. It was a Monday. Yeah. Yep. And I remember the way that, the way that we made that event happen. Uh, yeah, 2005 for five. So yeah, they, Dave, they followed Dave the years just now. Up somebody an somebody just shirt. pointed to their vintage 2000... Uh, Split time pointed to his yeah, uh, July vintage two thousand. Uh, <laughs> that was five. July five. No, was actually, a good that's one. that's the I think it, that's the reissue. We did some we did some yeah. did some yeah we did some some reprints of the shirts. But um, yeah, we 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 found out you could rent the racetrack. Um, and the story's been told a few times before. And yeah. and we like pooled our money together. So yeah. and it was like. I don't know, four thousand bucks or something, yeah. you know, and which was huge money. Yeah, that was two CRXs. We were all so yeah, that poor. was three CRXs. <laughs> I, I literally didn't have any money in my account when I drove to that event. Yeah. Like it was like eighteen dollars. Yeah, they had loaned me a truck. <laughs> yeah, That's and great. we pulled our money together, and I remember I like got the t-shirts made and I mailed them all out. So like I had them made ahead of time. Yeah. I, like I remember they were all over my floor. I was making packets and mailing yeah. stuff out, and I had lanyards and. You know, this is a big deal uh, yeah. for Monday track day. So, you know, even even back in, like, kind of the infancy. Monday track day. Yeah, I mean, even in the infancy of, like, condomy, you know, like, there was always, like, kind of this desire to, like, make it as special as we possibly could. So yeah. it's just based off of, like, whatever tools were kind of in the in the toolbox or, like, what was in our head, uh, you know. So it was just these little details that we would put into those events. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that even started with day one with Honda Meet. It was like, this is a big deal. Let's, let's do something special yeah. and like little lanyards and T-shirts yep. and the, you know, the stuff next like year that. was pretty big because it was it was Fourth of July. It was uh, it was still on a Monday, so everybody had the July. day off. Yep. So that was when the event like got big, and I think that was like it was it was huge. Yeah, it was like, like eight hundred people or something that, up, that yeah. came to that event, came wow. to this track day. It was on the holiday. Yeah, because so it was on Fourth of July. Day off. So everybody That's had the day ridiculous. off. Yeah, yeah I, and we've got pictures of it and like you know big ramp trailers and like. It was a lot of people there. It was yeah. pretty busy. Um, and then I think, uh, I don't remember which year we switched to a two-day format. Was it uh, I think six? it was six or seven. Six or seven. So six or seven is when we moved to the weekend format. and Obviously, then, it's all weekends now. Yeah, and, and then yeah. Uh, that's when like the, the community that we referenced really started to kind of take shape yeah. because it... it it brought that overnight aspect to yep. the event, right? So it was. It, it started to become. Yeah, the first couple we had like a pre meet at on the beach. Like, we had a pre meet at the, the state dunes. park. Yeah, yep. um, and that was fun. So, so that was cool. But, yeah, but so it had like kind of an overnight because like the fifty of us or whatever at the beach, we would camp at the track. Yeah. Um, yeah. But after uh, after it became a two day event, that's when I think. Like, you get hundreds of people showing up the night before. Yeah, it, it's it started time. to become, um, you know, and we didn't really, like, look at it this way. Like, we were just kind of building everything with our heart, you know, and, like, kind of building an event that we would want to attend and, like, something that we would want to, like... I mean, my nickname in the group was always, like, the, the chaperone, you know? Yeah. So I would just, like, yeah. think about things that I would, like, want to do with my friends and then, like, build whatever that is, right? Yeah. So whether it's, it's going to the Niagara CRX meet and kind of planning those bits and pieces or, like... You know, thinking about the, you know, the different gears of Honda Meet, you know, and like all the stuff that made that event, that event. I mean, I just was basically building an event for me to hang out with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it always is. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, yeah. the, you know, ultimately that was, uh, it was that overnight aspect that started to turn it into a, a destination event or like something that people would plan for. So they yeah. would like kind of build, uh, you know, that month of the summer around Honda Meet. And we started yep. to kind of notice that. Um, you know, I guess as I got more, uh, yeah, it was uh, it more was aware the thing of, that we of did things. too. Yeah. Like uh, even still, like Honda Meet is uh, I'm, a big part of the reason Grid Life came about was so the Honda Meet didn't get spoiled, like or changed That's or true. anything. Yep. like it it needed to be yeah. what it so, was. Yeah. So. When did you start thinking about about doing a Grid Life you know um, type event from Honda Meet? Yeah. So Honda Meet kind of, uh, you know, got into, I'm, I'm not going to say it got into autopilot, but like it got established. Right. So it was like, I think it was in, yeah, 2008 or nine, eight maybe. or nine when it, we sold it out in a couple hours yeah. when we launched it. And I was like, Ooh. wow. Yeah. Right. And it was right around that time too, that your non-sanctioning body track days started to pop up. Right. So yeah. there was a lot of other, you know, when we started Honda meet, you wanted to go to the track, you were running with the BMW club yeah. you're running with the porsche club you're running with nasa and there was a couple other like there standalone was there events. was speed trials at speed, the time speed trials for a little bit but then and speed then trials kind of pulled back the club si event that came and went yeah club si came and then came michigan, and volkswagen, michigan volkswagen and, and there they all went yeah they so gone. there was a couple so. of uh of groups similar to honda meet for other events that like yeah. were trying to be exclusive to honda or exclusive to one chassis but then opened it up but then just disappeared um you know and then there was a bunch of other like a lot of track days started to come into, into obviously no mix, and then a track day every day. And I also but. noticed that a lot of our guys were starting to run a bunch of track days, you know. So, um, you know, they were going to the track, you know, a lot more frequently, um, you know, and that all kind of spawned off of you know the uh, origination of their experience at Honda Meet. So the thought was, 
um, I mean, originally I think we thought about doing more Honda meets. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was to kind of take Honda meet and do it in other places or do more of them just so our like group could hang out together because it was happening anyway, right? Like 15 of the buddies were going to different track days yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't necessarily selfishly driven where yeah, we're going like, to like, take, take this market or anything like that. In 2009 and 2010, I think, ITR Expo was at Autobahn. And it felt yeah. a lot like Honda Meet. Right, yeah. Um, so so that, that had... I think I mean, that was kind of... And then, and then the, the whole crew... Like, we took, like, 15 of us down to Carolinas for ITR Expo. Yep. Uh, and it felt like Honda Meet. Yeah. Um, and yep. for, for me, it was just kind of like, well, I just hang out with these people all the time anyway, so... Right, right. So, um, yeah, and, and, and that was, that was kind of the... You know, initially, I just started very loosely thinking about doing more Honda meets and kind of uh, just doing more track events, right? Getting yeah. more reasons for the buddies to get together. So, um, you know, an ITR Expo has always been kind of a sister event to us, and they do different events, you know, around the country, so they're, they're always in a different spot. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, that, that could have been a big piece was, of it, too, was, was that Autobahn that event. Yeah, that Autobahn event, you're right, yeah. uh, where they ran full course, and it was like, these are, you know, this is... Yeah, we were pitted around everybody that yeah, was from Hanami. This is our group, so... It was like 30, 40% Hanami guys. So, yeah, I remember so. talking to um, Eddie from TH Motorsports about this idea of, like, this track party thing, yeah. right? Uh, very, this is maybe, like, 2011? Yeah. Yeah, 2010, um, and I remember I was talking to him about it. I talked to a few other people, and the general consensus was that won't work. Um, <laughs> like, I, think I, I think I remember talking to you after 2011 ITR Expo when yeah. I crashed my car. I think I remember yes. working on my car crashed, talking to you, saying, yeah, I'll do an event, whatever you want to do, let's do it. Like yeah. I was super into track days at the time. Yeah. Like It was... I was going to anyone I could. Yep, I remember. You were, um, you were, you were getting seat time before like, you got into racing. Yeah. 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 I was like, okay, I'm going to do 30 events this year. Yep. Uh, any event I could sneak away to. Anybody who would take me to instruct, I'm doing it. Chin Motorsports. Yep, I remember you were instructing whoever. all the time. Yeah. Um, and I was really deep into it at the time, instructing. Yeah, so I mean, I think so, like I a think lot it was of the, right like, around. I remember talking to you, and you were like, man, uh, so-and-so thought it was a stupid idea, but I think we got to throw a party. But, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I wasn't tracking at all at that time, right? Like I, yeah, you were kind of out of it. Yeah, I kind of, I, I started to get into mopeds and motorcycles, and I was living. Yep, it was mo- you were you were hosting moped events. I was doing moped rallies. Yes. Yeah, that's where the party aspect came from. Yeah, so like I was, I was doing all these. I, yeah, I didn't even think about that other like aspect of it. So yeah. sec- second life for me, um, uh, I was part of a moped gang. Still am. I'm still friends with all those guys. <laughs> called Petty Cash, part of a larger organization called the Moped Army. Yeah, um, which is ever heard lot, of it. Is, uh, I look it up. It's 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 pretty yeah. fucking rad. So, um, <laughs> kind of is. I don't know if I can f bomb on this, but sure uh, you can. So we were throwing. Um, you know, I was putting together all these rallies, right? Which is essentially was like uh, you would have three hundred people who would come into Chicago. They would bring their mopeds, um, and we're talking not not scooters. This isn't any Vespa, yeah, you know, like motorized toilet, legit mopeds, like yeah, with pedal pedals, yeah, mopeds, right? And so, like four strokes, yeah. Go so we'd, 60 have, miles we'd an have hour. you know these sixty mile an hour mopeds, yeah. and, and there's all these different gangs from all over the country. All over the country, there's I forget how many are in the moped army as a whole. More than twenty, twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, I started um, using <laughs> a little while, and then uh, you got out of it, and I sold the stuff. Yeah, so I um, thought mopeds are red when you let me ride them in 08, 09. Yeah, it's uh, it's crack on wheels, man. Like yeah. uh, as far as mopeds go, like there is, yeah. You, you get on a moped, you're like, where can I buy this? Where where am I getting one? Are you going <laughs> to sell this one? Can I tell me about this? So they've um, got into those for a while. <laughs> yeah, see, every, every, yeah. 
Well, you were into notepads, weren't you? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, the obsession can be short-lived when you have a yeah. die-hard car hobby. But yeah, no, it's true. So it's yeah, that's hobby. right. I was doing a lot of hobby. I was doing a lot of uh, you know event. I, I guess you could call it event production, but it, it's not really that. It was just kind of yeah, I was throwing a bunch these of parties for, throw for party. mo- and moped rallies were a lot more complex to run than a track day. As as uh, as odd as that sounds, so like you've got you know three hundred kids coming in uh, that just want to get as lit as possible and ride <laughs> toys around in a foreign city yeah you know so i remember we were doing we were doing we took all the bikes on lakeshore um and we we're blasting down lakeshore and then some of the fast bikes so the fast bikes um especially during the speed wars era of the moped army where everyone was like where all the reproduction parts were coming back into play and it's like the a seven, whole saga the 70s oh, yeah. the 70 yeah. cc kits were coming in so so people were building these bikes that were hitting you know, 70 miles an hour, 75 miles an hour. And so bicycle that, tires. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. And so seven, frightening. And 17 inch, two, two inch wide tires, right? <laughs> yeah. So they're. Cheng shins. So I remember, <laughs> I remember there was two bikes and I rode, I think I rode my motorcycle that year. So I would do all the leads, right? So you'd have one person leading and then you'd have, we'd rent a U-Haul uh, as a chase truck because so many bikes would, <laughs> would break, down. break down. So and then we'd up. pick them up and there'd always be a long ride. Saturday, you'd like, basically the basic rally format was arrive on Friday, Night ride, party, yeah. um, then brunch, breakfast, something late, you know, like one o'clock, then long ride. So you do the longest ride you could possibly think of that yeah. was the most awesome way to showcase your city. So every every gang would throw different rallies. And yeah. quick yeah. note on I went to San Francisco, the San Francisco rally. <laughs> um, I was there for five days. I rode mopeds around uh, <laughs> San Francisco for five days and their long ride in two thousand 12 or something i don't know uh 11 maybe maybe earlier than that i remember uh, hearing all about this peter took it was your, so <laughs> peter took so your element we, like, out there we, with we the trailer full this of aban- we started at this abandoned mental institution in the city um and then we rode across the golden gate all the way through um all the way through the coast then we started going through like the different levels of road rash so it was like i was on the coast level and then we started going up this mountain it was like the the forest level and then it was the desert level and then we went all the way around i mean we rode all day uh this was like a nine hour ride and and this was a this was the biggest group i've ever ridden with it was almost 500 bikes yeah so think about 500 mopeds all together swarming <laughs> traffic you know i mean it's it's rad it's rad it does sound rad um, it and, really does yeah and uh, i remember you and peter coming back from this and peter had taken your element out there with a the trailer yeah that was the, like, that was the second year so like okay. i went out there twice i remember yeah. him talking about that was the year it, i like, broke down on the on golden the gate bridge. bridge that's what and i was I, and i couldn't traffic was coming and the golden gate bridge for those that don't know right you can't ride a moped on it right it's a freeway <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it's also the only way to get you know Across. to where we were going. Yeah. And I remember riding. Uh, I was blasting, and this was like a sixty-two mile an hour bike, so I was full blast. And then I went, I got over the bridge, and the air temperature dropped twenty degrees, and the bike seized <laughs> immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's just trucks like barreling down at me as I'm sitting on the Golden Gate Bridge, <laughs> figuring out, oh my god, what the fuck do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So I'm like, I'm pinned up. I like move my bike. I'm pinned up against the side of the golden gate and i'm like uh and, and at the and time for those who don't know the walkway is like seven yeah, feet above the road. Right. so i'm like do i lift this you know bike and mopeds aren't heavy but they're not they're light, not light. I mean, they're, uh, 100, 100 pounds 100 pounds plus and at the time you had like a one-year-old at home <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah maybe yeah maybe um so i ended yep. up like waiting for this break in traffic and then like panicking and like you can pedal a moped like a 
bicycle. So, <laughs> so I started pedaling it and then like pulled the clutch and it like started and I, I limped to the toll booth. No, just dropped the mic. I limped to the toll booth and then blasted through the toll booth because I didn't have toll money. <laughs> and then just let the bike cool down and everything was fine after that. But um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I remember you and Peter coming back and Peter was talking about it, about how great the San Francisco rally was. He was. T- it was like he had gone to heaven and back. Oh, it, would, it, it was, was the greatest it was like event that, ever. I mean, there were, yeah. there was, I mean, it's just like an, anything, um, you know. And like we, I think about this with the grid life stuff. There's like this, this peak, you know. There's this, there's this moment where everything's like really fresh and really new and really cool. Um, so there's definitely some like danger. I th- I'm, I'm thinking about the, the future yeah, of yeah. what we're doing. I thought about the same things. Yeah. There's a lot of new. There's a lot of new things happening. It's very yeah. exciting for for what we're doing, um, you know. So there's there's challenges in keeping that. That feel. That feel, you know, that, that energy. Yep. Um, but anyway, the moped rally format, um, you know, I think that, now that you, you like, mention it, like, I think there's a lot where, of that that, like, comes into play with grid yeah, life. Because uh, I remember you telling me how, you, oh, we got this abandoned building or this building, and we had a DJ, and it was insane. It was the craziest yeah, thing ever. Yeah, we used to do boxing matches. Um, <laughs> so it was gang versus gang boxing, like, legit, <laughs> legit fight club uh, stuff. Um, and then that kind of—I mean, I guess it kind of got played out as more and more groups did it. Yeah. Uh, I remember one one year we had uh, we built a cage in the basement of this art gallery, um, and then the fights would last through one new metal song. So it would be like <laughs> start to finish a Limp Biscuit track, <laughs> and you'd have to you'd have to do full fights for a Limp Biscuit track or until somebody <laughs> you got to knock the crap out of freaking Joe from San Francisco until Nookie runs out. <laughs> That's exactly it. So I don't think we're ever going to add that to Grid Life. But um, I don't. I don't see the downside. <laughs> I do. Um, I oh, to yeah, talk I about. I, to talk, I never got to finish the the talk about the uh, um, the seventy mile hour bikes I was referencing. So like we used to do this long ride on Saturday for the moped rally format, and yeah. I remember I was riding a motorcycle that time, and we had two of the fast bikes blasted in front of me. I told nobody to pass me, and I was going sixty, you know, on Lakeshore on my motorcycle, um, and I was like, no, no one passed me. We need to like keep this safe and sure enough four bikes you know come buzzing by me like mosquitoes i'm watching the dude on the left he goes into a wobble at well into 70 miles an hour oh my gosh hits the ground and explodes (laughs) the bike bike explodes the bike catches on fire (laughs) so and he like does this roll and i was like i'm watching someone die (laughs) okay Um, and then he ends up like rolling at 70 miles an hour to a run falling and then like Getting up and dragging his burning carcass of a bike <laughs> to the side of the side of the uh, to the side I'll of the road on Lakeshore Drive, probably right in front of Abram's house. And the, you were living there at the time. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so moped rally. It's a terrible place are, for that to happen if you're moped rally. Shit show. Yeah, uh, but controlling that shit show and yeah. keeping you know or being you know part of the group that organized oh that gosh. and kept you know 400 kids that have no purpose but. To ride toys around completely inebriated and get as lit as possible yeah. for a weekend and having nobody die. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's an accomplishment. That makes, yeah, makes, 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 makes uh, any make, of the challenges of grid life look like a cakewalk. Yeah. It does make grid life yeah. seem simple. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Well, I'm glad. Uh, Ooh, you that, was a, that was a diversion. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm glad you started at right. that point. talking about mopeds. <laughs> On the on the car show. Sorry, we got we got that exclusive scoop here. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I I remember hearing the story about the 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 guy death wobbling at seventy miles an hour and thinking, yeah. not gonna build a bike that fast. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. Nope. Yeah, never gonna happen. You don't have any mopeds now, do you? 
What? You don't have any no- mopeds now, do you? I saw, I got 13. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. a few. Yeah. It's down from like 22 or 24 or I something I thought like you that. got rid of all yours. Oh, no, I got them. Yeah. Didn't, you say, didn't you say five will fit in a, in a Honda Element? Five will fit in an Element. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> so awesome. Assembled. Uh, pedals off. Okay. Yeah, pedals off, staggered. Um, uh, sometimes handlebars down or handlebars off to the side. Yeah. But those are easy. It's four bolts, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> They're pretty simple. Elements were like the the vehicle of yep. of the moped community because they they swallowed so many bikes and they had, you know, kind of leak proof floors, <laughs> <laughs> rubber <laughs> floors. Yeah. Um, well, you uh, so you did a bunch of track days. You started organizing track days. We did. Yeah. Uh, with our group, and then yeah, uh, I completely got off track there for a we little bit. We got into. I just, I just debated. Yeah, it all happened. <laughs> Slip angled it. It's, um, pretty, it's pretty easy to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, it's, you, you never know where these are going to go. But yeah, I, um, I mean, I, don't, I was doing all that stuff, and then I was I, still producing all the track days. I was starting to get back into cars. Yeah, a what got bit. you back into cars might have been lemons racing with us. Right? It was. It was. It was absolutely yeah. that. So I started getting back into lemons race, and I kind of lemons racing with you guys and i like saw i was just seeing like the the different variants of like what we do and kind of yeah. the similarities and the differences and then um yeah, I, I remember i, I remember, like started talking with um i can't remember like how i like started talking and getting uh, into like some of the talking with some of the drift guys you know and then i was like i, I think i went to like some jdm chicago meets okay. and i remember i was talking to to the jdm chicago guys about like maybe coming out and doing uh, yeah. An event with us, or like some I, other. I remember things and a time. I don't remember when it was, but you said, <laughs> "I'm done with moped or events. I'm just doing car events." We, re- we retired as yeah. as a, a a gang. I remember you saying, "I'm retired. done with moped events after ten years." So I guess it's a noped. Let's do more car. Noped events. is actually a, like a Honda Express would be a noped. Oh, sorry, I, I'm not up on the lingo. Yeah. But yeah. There's, there's way no. to look like an idiot, Austin. <laughs> well, now we uh, now we're doing what. Like ten weekends this year or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so let let yeah, let's talk about the full schedule. So I mean, to kind of to kind of wrap this uh, this you know where did Grid Life come from in a, in a boat? Well, I, I think we have a lot of people from the Grid Life and Honda Meet events that listen. So sure. I think people will think it's cool to think to, yeah. to know where Chris Stewart came from. So <laughs> where did Chris Stewart come from? Chris um, Stewart came from <laughs> Michigan, but. Yeah. This is his this is his automotive background a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, like I started um yeah, I think we were in, in I can't remember the la- the last moped rally that we threw, but we threw like the the moped rally of moped rallies. We rented the entire Ohio house in downtown Chicago, the entire hotel. Mm-hmm. Um so we rented every single room um and we brought in all uh you know, the largest I think besides that right San Francisco rally, Chicago, it was one of the largest yeah. rallies. Yeah. Um and just did the best parties and the best rides and did it all out of, like, a, a base in downtown Chicago. That's wild. Uh, which was pretty unprecedented. Um, and that was the retirement party from, from mopeds. Um, and I think at that time, um, yeah, I was still doing Honda Meet. Uh, yeah, we and, never and, quit right, doing Honda Meet. And then I did the, I, we did the Lemons race, and I remember, like... I remember, like, starting to get back into cars, right? And there was a bunch of different things I was doing. I, like, went to a JDM Chicago meet. I, like, met some of the, the Risky Devil dudes. Um, I shot the video for um, Flostradamus Underground, yeah, yeah. right? So I met all the d- drift guys there. And then Rally Matt was starting to shoot for, for um, Ford, and he was shooting the drift events. Yeah. So, like, I was starting to get into drift for, from that. 
Yep, our buddy Riley, stuff Matt, that Matt was doing. Yeah, did the wagon. And just started you know. like getting a little bit back into the car community. And I remember running the Lemons events and our events, and I was looking at all these different pieces. Right, yeah. I was like, well, how come you know these dudes are rad? Right, here's all the the risky devil homies, and like they are doing their rad thing over here. And then there's like this lemon stuff that's happening, and that's cool. And there's my car buddies, and then there's like the JDM Chicago dudes, Park and they're like having meets. these meets at yeah. you know. Bono beef and like hanging yeah. out over here and why aren't we hanging out together like why you know like i know there's a couple of of, of intersections people like me or a few others that like yeah. dip in and out of these groups but like why aren't we all hanging out together so that was kind of the the genesis of, of yeah. grid life and i remember like talking about it uh, with with jdm chicago with with janash about like hey what do you think about doing a jdm chicago event at, at gingerman he was like guys oh, too far, no way. Yeah, you know. Um, and uh, at the time, those meets, were, those meets were huge. Right, right. They, they were pulling another them. level. Is no, Friday Night Lights. Oh, That's a different show. Lights. Sorry, yeah, FNL. <laughs> yeah, they were pulling like a thousand cars sometimes. Right. So, yeah. So yeah, um, I just had that idea of like, why can't I get all these people together? And um, it's, it's all we, the we same th- thought, disease yeah. with different symptoms. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I like thought about it for a a, a while, um, and then I was. Yeah, I have like a, a pretty deep-rooted background in in music. So, uh, for those that don't know, big big fish fan. So, yeah, uh, I mean that's important, right? Like, oh yeah, you took my old you want, but, a lot you know, of fish I'm, shows. I'm 200 yeah. shows plus uh, all the way since like back in 1994. Yeah. So, uh, the Modern Music Festival really was born out of uh, a lot of the stuff that, that 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 band was doing with their festivals through you know 96 97 98 mm-hmm. um, you know real early before a Bonnaroo or a mega fest was even a thing and even after the calamity of, of Woodstock 99 for those that don't remember that but I had <laughs> I, I had this pretty pretty deep background in live music of, of, of being a, a big fan first and then uh, being in Chicago um, and actually mopeds um, connected me to uh, a lot of artists that were coming up through Chicago in 2005. So Cool Kids, um, Hollywood Holt, Flostradamus, Matt and Kim, all those artists were all connected to the moped scene in some capacity. Kurt and I were really good friends, uh, Kurt from Flostradamus, through through mopeds. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I was going to a lot of shows and had a lot of uh, friends in the in the what will would develop into the EDM community, I guess, and. Um, the idea was like, hey, I go to these festivals. These are the things I do, right? It's the same idea. It was like all the stuff that, what kind of event do I want to go to? What am I into? Yeah. So I really like music festivals Just and, and like live music. Let's build right? a party and for I, myself. Yeah, and I really like <laughs> cars, right? And I like all these different types of cars, and I like all these people. So why don't we just do that? So yeah. like that was... It sounds. I mean, it's not. It wasn't quite that simple, but that was it. It's like let's, take, let's take this festival atmosphere. Yep. Let's let's build it around. Um, racing cars, right? Let's build it around a track event, right? Not build it. I know there's been music at car shows forever, but like, let's, uh, you know, trying not to like sound super harsh or anything, but like, let's cut out all the corny stuff, put motorsports at the heart, yeah. Build a festival atmosphere and see if this thing sticks yeah. with real music, not just with you know the band in the background. Yeah, or I mean, like and, and, the, the one DJ. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like actually bring in, um, you know, try and do real stage, real stage, yep. real production, yep. um, real sound with real touring artists, um, you know, and like build a, a real festival, yep. you know. And I think uh, 
the things you'll see with with grid life as it's kind of gone through its different phases is like uh, the emphasis is going to be on festival, right? Festival experiences, yeah. you know. So it's music's a piece of it. There's a whole bunch of other like peripheral stuff. So the idea is to not have anything. There's so many peripheral things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so many. So I mean, like calls. to talk, yeah, to talk about to talk about grid life, it's like it's hard. There's like different pieces of it, right? Yeah. Like, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the... Oh, you could talk at length. You want, you want, you want, you want to talk about the motorsports piece of it? You want to talk about the yeah. festival piece of it? Um, you want uh, to talk we, about the music program? <laughs> we, really don't, we really don't talk about it that much. Um, I don't want to... You know, I wanted to do this show for mainly for the people that go to our events. To it, yeah. you know? uh, but uh, we don't... We always talk about, yeah, we're at Good Life, and now we're t- we got Tom McGorman, or we got you know whoever. Let's talk about crashing at Road Atlanta. Or yeah. let's, you know, we we do a lot of shows at Good Life events, yeah. so people hear the word Good Life a lot. Yeah, but like, there's so much passion in in the people that run the stupid event. Yeah, like when when we get done with a festival or even a track battle weekend, um, I always have a text interaction with Holly like on Monday or Tuesday. And we are depressed as hell because, like, it's over. Like, yeah. like you literally, I have serious withdrawals. You're at, yeah, su- there's, you're there's, at there's, such, and it's not like a high. It's not an adrenaline rush. Uh, there's so much. Uh, it's not emotion, but it's like it's actually. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's all those things, right? right? Like, but you don't recognize it as such. And then you get um, back to moment. regular life, right. and it's like I can't even get to 10 a.m. Like, I just can't do it. it <laughs> The longest Mondays ever. Um, but well, I mean, it's. It, I mean, I think about it, like with anything. It's uh, you know those. I don't know. You got to have those those moments. Yeah. You know those yeah. things. But, and, and I mean, uh, Will Will Racing for me is still like mega high in the car, but I don't have the withdrawal that I do when I'm not with my buddies after a good yeah. life event. Yeah. So I, so I mean, that's that's what we talked about yeah. today. You know, like we say, hey, good life's a great event to attend, right? It's a really good event to come to to learn how to drive on the track, but it's a really great community to be a part yeah. of right so like that's you know we're building community I, I almost don't know how to talk about it other than like well it's so great that i get freaking hung over when i'm not there so yeah. I, I really don't know what else yep. to say like it's yeah. the thing no and there were there were a couple of people that i talked yeah. to tonight it's I, literally I the like, reason hey. i'm doing it still yeah we're not making you know i'm not paying my mortgage with good life like it's but i'm doing it because I, I love it now. Like, there's, it's the yeah. thing. There's a lot of people that I talked to tonight that they're like, oh, my car's not going to be ready by mid-Ohio. I don't think I'm coming. And I said, hey, you should just come and hang out anyway. And the thought, when people do you do can that. see it. It, like, it lit up a light bulb in their head. Yeah. They're like, you know what? That would actually be awesome. Yeah, it would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Right? So, like, that's that's it, right? Like, it's it's uh, the the motorsports is the heart, right? So, like, that's a, a key piece of it. So, that I think that's what differentiates us from other you know, as we talk to like people, and people become more aware of what grid life is, and like we get a little bit more clout uh, at events like SEMA or you know PRI or in the in the in the eyes of uh, kind of those within the California bubble. Um, <laughs> the bubble. Know, it's uh, a bubble. Yeah. I've infiltrated it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like we're we're coined kind of a lifestyle event, or people talk about it, and we, I don't, we don't think we've ever referenced ourselves that way as a lifestyle event. Like we're yeah. we're a motorsports event, right? So yeah. we have a, a bunch of other things, and like the the whole. Uh, there's a bunch of different mission statements, um, you know, but the, <laughs> uh, the, the, you know, the key one was like, we, we believe that, um, you know, the ultimate expression of automotive enthusiasm, and I'm kind of butchering this a little bit, um, yeah. is, that is driving, midnight. right? Is, is, yeah. is, is driving, it's getting out and, and using your vehicle. So the whole purpose of grid life is to bring as many individuals as we can to see what we do. Yeah. Right. And what we do is we, we get together with our friends and we drive on the track, you know, and, yeah. we, and we 
we we take our cars out on on the road course and and we have high a five after time. and we have yeah. a rad time. And I think the you know what we've seen is like by building up the show element, building up the the festival element, having the camping and kind of building this whole experience around it. As people come for the experience, we're not saying hey everyone should be on the track yeah. that comes to this thing, but. If anyone has that 1% thought that this is something they might want to do, you know, at our events, you can look across the paddock and see people who are, look like your peers and probably will become your peers. Yeah, and they're doing that. And they're yeah. doing that. Yeah. Right. And then um, building a really strong and really legitimate on-track program and a really legitimate beginner program and, and finding ways to kind of lower the barrier of entry. Yeah. Um, and and know, the, not, not that... Uh, in a, in, I mean, saying I, I say that with like uh, you know, our track day runs like every other track day, right? Yeah, it's track in, day. Instructors in car, legitimate classrooms, uh, full safety. Yep. Um, you know, but it's it's the fact that you do see your peers. You have you know, oh, I've got a BRZ, you've got a BRZ. Yeah. You know, um, and so Let's it has a lot friends. to do with the the, yeah. the type of cars and the type of individuals and the age of individuals. Uh, a, bi- a big um, a big thing that I try to to do um, is to really be like the happiest track day and the friendliest track day. Sure. Um, yeah. I try to know yeah. all of our dudes and gals. Like you get to know many of them. Um, but it's uh, the, my first event was uh, it wasn't all smiles. And that event doesn't, ex- the, you know, the event I went to and that series doesn't exist anymore. Um, they're very standoffish and kind of mean. Um, weren't welcoming of a Honda at their event. Like it was, yeah. It, you I know, mean, at, at that time, like 2003, yeah. 2004, you, you're showing up in a, in a Civic. Yeah. And you that might, that might have been, di- yeah, it might have been different yeah. in other parts of the country at that time, but in the Midwest, man, hated. Yeah. We were literally we, like hated. Yeah. You were, you're off yeah. in the corner. Uh, I remember getting ran off the road by, by a Camaro one time, like literally hated. Um, but it, uh, I, I, I never want anybody to feel that at an event. Like, I don't care if a dude shows up in a blazer that is modded is, to be on the which track. Which has happened. And it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, man, it's we, we, do, we do have events. a clause about trucks and, and things. But. Yeah. Well, this is specifically modded for road course use. Yep. Uh, with the worst wiring I've ever seen. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. If it's safe to take on track, like, let's be buds. Let's talk about your car, you know? Yep. Um, yeah, and then let's, let's, yeah. let's make sure we have, you know, the, the program that's in place so that we're not just turning people loose onto the track, yeah. right? That's not what it's about. It's not, um, you know, we never push it as um, drive, you know, drive to the limit on a road course with your car. Yeah. You know, like that's not, that's not the way that we, especially push it. You going don't find forward, language like that. Yeah, there's because, a lot, there's a lot of thought and time being put into like, right. how do we do this better than anybody or as good as anybody and like, yep. and, and yep. really make I mean, effective I, quality I think, drivers. Uh, you know, the thing that we've seen over the last, you know, decade plus is um you know the refinement of that beginner program as our drivers become our instructors yeah our instructors our advanced guys uh, the goal of it all is to to build really courteous and really well aware yeah drivers on track right so now it's not about making faster guys or giving you you know time to like not get a ticket and go balls out on a racetrack yeah. like that's not the push you know that's not that's not how we pitch it um, yeah and there is there is other events that do pitch it that way you know yeah. so like but that's not us you and know? some of those are upsides of being a track because you can't get tickets but um i remember having such amazing instruction in my first time event we just happened to have really good instructors because mm-hmm. we like pulled a bunch of like 
uh, and I was I was I ran beginner our first event that I helped host. Yeah. Um, and, and I had Hubert Borowski, like amazing autocross ice racing guy. Yep. Uh, still around. Mm-hmm. Sold me a set of rain tires this year. But um, I remember thinking differently about the first exit ramp I took after that event, yeah. just because like he showed me what the heck was going on. Um, that's that's what you want. You yeah, want, you, you want, want a lot of Hubert. All of our. You know, all of our drivers to walk away, especially the beginners, you know, feeling excited. And for and, anybody who and, anybody and, who hasn't walked, came away from one of our events that way, I'd love to hear about it. Like, cause obviously, sometimes you get an instructor that's just not there that day. You I know, think, it's uh, not on. But. We're pretty clear, like, even in the classrooms, like, hey, you're not meshing with your instructor. Yeah, like, it's, 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 no, and, and people yeah. do, and, yep. we, and we make changes. So, yeah. I mean, like, even with that, we... We have reserves. We have our staff that can can immediately replace. Yeah. Um, you know, it's something that's not that's not working well. For, it, uh, for it it's been an interesting fifteen years, man. So, I don't know. I can't believe that we've came this far. <laughs> I really yeah. can't. So, uh, what's this season look like? Um, yeah. So this this season, um, we've got some pretty exciting things in the works. Um, you know, so it's really just kind of a a, a slight amplification of, of what uh, last season looked like. So 2016 was really a big breakthrough year for us. So we added, um, you know, our first pro course uh, with uh, Road, Road Atlanta. So and then a, a new region. Right. So we were really strong in the Midwest. Um, you know, that's where our community comes from. That's where. Um, you know, the core of us all live, uh, and that's where the, the buddy group exists. But, um, you know, now we've got an event in the southeast, and we've starting to, you know, kind of build community there and meeting a lot of new people that are from that area and, and, and you know, starting to e- expand, uh, you know, that community feel and, and what we're doing down into that space. So that was a big, a big jump for, for last year. You know, and, and last year we had four rounds in the time attack series this year we've got five um so adding two pro courses one of which we announced today um but within the point series so there's five events very well spread out beginning in april so uh april 8th and 9th uh we've got mid ohio so our first time to that facility really excited um you know to to add that uh, that event to i'm so excited about it I it's love my favorite so track yeah, by far um you know and it's uh yeah, it's a really, really great facility. It's such a great CRX track. <laughs> it's such a great CRX track. It's so um, great. Yeah, and then uh, after that, uh, we return to uh, Gingerman um, for, for, a for the festival event. Yep. Um, and oh, that's, actually, that's June. Yeah, that's track metal. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. June uh, 9th uh, through the 11th. Yep. Um, then we're back at Autobahn running the really unique uh, three-course three format. Tracks. So uh, the way that we do Autobahn is we... We run a two full days, but we start Saturday at noon. Uh, we run the north course for half the day, and then we run the full course into the into the dusk, yeah. into the evening. That was so awesome. cool. There, there were a lot of people that said that that was like one of their most memorable. Yeah, events. with the sun so, setting off to the west, and then we run so cool looking. And then we run um, full uh, south course on Sunday. Yeah, we're going to be doing that event again in uh, teaming up with JDM Chicago. Um, to do uh, kind of a, a grid life light, so no music, yeah. big no car camping, show, though. but a big car show. A lot um, of spectators. Yeah, a lot of spectators. Drifting, drifting uh, back at Audubon. Oh. We're the only group that does drifting there, uh, the only group that goes to that course. We're also the only group that's going to be doing drifting at Gingerman Raceway this year. Really? From from what I know thus far. Oh, I didn't know that. So, cool. Um, so that's another, another rad thing. Um, cool. So Audubon and then... Um, that's July um, yep. second and third. Um, then we've got Honda meet. 
Um, which not is, part of grid life, but yeah, not us. part of grid life. Uh, yeah. But that's mid July, and then uh, we're down at Road Atlanta, August twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Yep. And then we wrap things back up uh, at home base, uh, Gingerman, uh, October seven niner. Something like that. But in between that, we've got some other rad stuff going on. So uh, to kind of differentiate the different types of events, we've got our festival events, which is um, the Midwest event in Gingerman and then Road Atlanta and then the track battle events, which are Time Attack and uh, HPDE. But we're adding a new type of event, um, which used to be called the Shakedown Events, now uh, dubbed Gridlife Track Days. So pretty, pretty ultra simple, and it, it's exactly what it is. It's it's a really good large uh, uh, amount of sessions, yeah. um, well run, low cost track day, and we're going to be doing that in in partnership with uh, WRL, uh, running on the Friday of their Road America event, yeah. um, and that'll be our first time at that facility and another pro track uh, on the schedule for this year. So that's May fifth, Friday, yeah. May fifth. At Road America. So, I'm so excited about that. Super yeah, excited for so that. Excited I can't wait. Um, <laughs> another cool thing we've been, we've been talking with the, the WRL guys, um, you know, about, uh, you know, setting it up so that there's a really easy transition for uh, some of our advanced drivers to be able to, uh, you know, move into WRL. So I think there's there's a lot of really good cross-pollination opportunities with, with what WRL does. I think that the spirit of what they do for wheel-to-wheel um, definitely meshes well with, uh, yeah. The spirit of of what we do for I think it's just a, it's a tick below like the serious guys and a tick bo- above the crap cans and I think it would fit with a lot of our yeah so and, our buddies, and the one so. thing that we wanted to to do is like um, you know I mean the whole goal of grid life is not to have everybody always just do grid life we want to feed the sport right yeah. so like we want to get as many people into the sport and help grow the sport as a whole so uh you know we look at uh you know all other sanctioning bodies and all the other events um you know uh, as you know all of us kind of working symbiotically together yeah, and, so. and many of them have contacted us since last year and want to work with us so yeah um so uh, i think wrl is is a great uh a great partnership um you know because i think we're we're actually going to run that event that weekend and it gives a really good opportunity for our guys uh who have never seen wheel the wheel or have thought about it you know it's the same thing that that we can do for car show guys that come and see hpde stuff and think i want to do that next year I think our guys can come and see wheel the wheel happening and think I want to do that next year and then yeah. uh you know it just helps feed the entire the entire sport you hopefully know? Yep. so you know and that's 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 great more people yeah. on track more events succeeding um you know racetracks uh stay open you know and people can have fun with cars yeah you got to rent all those racetracks and pay all those big expensive bills <laughs> yes um yes um so for our, for uh to to change uh gears a little bit um what kind of cars are currently in your stable right now? Cars in my stable? Jeez. Um, uh, so I've got a, uh, I've got a, an 09, no, 06 Ridgeline named Jeffrey. It's a total piece of crap. I accidentally <laughs> bought it on eBay. Le- legitimately on accident. So I, yeah, the dude was asking like eight or nine for it, and uh-huh. I lowballed him at six um, just to tell him that I was serious and ask some questions. And then he accepted the offer, so I had to buy a plane ticket to Jersey and hope that this thing <laughs> yeah. wasn't garbage. Yeah, he calls, um, he calls me, you want to buy my fit? I'm like, no. He's like, I accidentally bought a Ridgeline. <laughs> so I flew out to Jersey, and then um, 
drove this ridgeline back to Chicago. Most dented ridgeline ever. It's so dented. It no is, big dents, all little dents. Tons right. of little dents. Great, so great this ridgeline, ridge um, 250,000 miles on it. Um, it has every accessory that you could possibly get from the local tint shop. So dude must have dropped it off at the tin shop and was and and said, "Yes, I'll take all of this." And mm-hmm. just slapped the catalog down. So it had a bull bar, it's got like 2006 era flip down DVD, it's got like I don't know, aftermarket backup camera, some wacky bluetooth integration, <laughs> some weird buttons that don't do anything, about 6 of them. Mm-hmm. For like components that uh, I think it had Sling TV, which was like <laughs> satellite TV for your car Man. that like went out of business. But all the stuff that still was required to hook that up is still like floating around in the it's glove like one box. Of the cast members of Jersey Shore driving that thing yeah, around, man. It's uh, 2006. Yeah. This thing was rolling high, fancy Ridgeline. My, my yeah. favorite thing is that it's got the uh, the bike fork holder. Just drilled into the tailgate. Yeah, just made out of wood, (laughs) drilled into the the tailgate. So, yeah, I've got the Ridgeline. Um, The wife's got a a 2014 Odyssey. Um, I've got a 1987 right-hand drive um, EF7 ZCSI. Yeah, CRX, uh, CRX. JDM CRX that you imported. Um, I've got a 1989 Honda Acti Street. 89? I thought it was an Best thing ever. 89. Honda Acti Street, for those that don't know what that is, it's a key van. K-E-I. K-E-I. Yeah. It is the best purchase I've ever made. 600 cc's so of amazing. box. Yep. Um, it's a street got legal a, golf cart. Got my 91 CRX HF, which is my track car that got resurrected um, yeah. specifically to take to VIR for ITR Expo last yeah. year. It hadn't seen uh, the light of day in about four years, three, three years. years, about yeah. three years. It was sitting in a, in a, in a, a, a sawdust-filled garage. Yep. Um, very dry, so very nice, nice place to be stored. It was a good place to keep it. Yeah, um, so dusty though. Yeah, so dusty. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's got a, the setup is is terrible. I, I'm it's terrifying to drive. It got a little better. It got a little better. There's still yeah. plenty of work to be done. But but I drove a car that belongs to me this at year. a racetrack last year I, for the first time. I thought it was actually pretty good at Gingerman. I kind of liked it, but. Yeah, I think the the unfamiliarity of, of VIR and like ma- and also like being yeah. unfamiliar with that car, right? Like I knew that car so well at one point, and then yep. I did, and that I was did, a long time ago. And I did a motor swap. I made some suspension changes, and I ruined it. I don't think you ruined it. You forgot it. I forgot it. Yeah. I, I forgot. Like I couldn't. I I don't. I couldn't trust it. At uh, yeah. at Grid Life Special Stage in October, uh, you you took it out, and you're like, it's okay. And like I took it out, and I I was like. 9.7 tenths in the thing. I thought it was super duper. Like, I thought it was great. Played, yeah. played with sh- the shocks a little bit, made it a little better. Yeah. Um, but I'm familiar with the CRX right now. Yeah. And yeah. I, I drive it a lot. I drive CRX. So, I mean, a lot, yeah, but, it's yeah. interesting, right? Like, it's not, it's definitely not like riding a bike. You know, like, see, there's, there's no, yeah. there's no, um, it's got two more wheels. Right. Yes, it has two more wheels, but um, <laughs> you don't have to pedal it. Just, it just puts an emphasis on, like, how important seat, seat time, time yeah. is, you know, like, uh, yeah, and like, and even with that that VIR event, you know, like two days, right? So I I was driving the CRX uh, out. I had a couple of like offs, um, you know, uh, where I was just breaking too late into you know into into turn in or, or whatever the case may be. And that that car is super snappy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and then I I went out and drove uh, Dennis's Spec Fit. Yeah. You know, and so easy. Right, and like got acclimated. Like it slowed everything down. So like. Um, 
you know, seat time in a fast car um, continuously, you know, you get used yeah. to the fast car, right? But, like, yep. not driving in two years, then jumping into a fast car. I mean, this is another emphasis on why it's important to start, why you can, you can come to the, to you the can track overdo with it. a slow car. Yeah, you right? can overdo and it, it. And it. And it actually helps you become a better driver. So I got into the fit, right? It slowed everything down, and I was able to process this new track a lot yep. quicker, right? Um, and I wasn't worried about all these noises or the violence of the turn-in or, like, you know, everything that the CRX is, is guilty of, which is just being loud and uh, terrifying. A track car. A track car, a right. A caged track yeah, car. Yeah, a, tra- a caged track car, and I was in this quiet fit. So I did yeah. two sessions in that and then got back on the CRX, and, like, everything clicked again, yeah. right? So it was just about, like, kind of slowing it down. It's such and, a great and, track, and, right, too. And, like, oh. you, you, you talk about, like, driving seven-tenths or, you yeah. know, it, it's hard, right? That's a hard thing to do. It's hard to under, like, if you know the car can, like, go faster on that straight... Yeah, it is chances hard to are you're going to make it go faster on that straight. So yep. like, and then you're going to do that a lot. And then you're going to burn the brakes. You're going to fly right. down the roller coaster into that swamp at the bottom of the <laughs> hill. Like, yeah, I right, mean, so. it, 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 this is a good opportunity to like make the the note of like, you know, when we talk about trying to get people on track, you know, the number one excuse people talk about is their vehicle, right? And yep. they're like, oh, my brakes or oh, not my preps. tires yeah, or not, I got to finish this turbo kit or I got to do this. You don't, right? Your yeah. car needs to be safe, and yep. that's it. Pretty decent brakes, uh, yeah. tires that aren't dry rotted. Yep, decent brakes, tires that aren't dry rotted. Legal because, safety equipment. Right, yep. you're gonna have yeah, you're gonna have fun, um, and you're gonna learn a ton. Uh, you know, the staying, slower, within, the staying within the limits of a slow car. Yeah, the slower right? the it's better. It's gonna make you better. So that was like that was another like example of that like coming coming to life. Slapped you right back in the face. No, huh? totally right. Yeah. Like <laughs> you and, and were was, so good in our lemons car, which had 87 horsepower. Right. Like yep. we were all within tenths of a second of each yep. other. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, an easy car to drive is a car to put a lot of seat time in. Like, that's the no, car I would drive. No, absolutely, because yeah. you, like, it, you're just able to, like, focus on a lot more details, right? Like, everything comes at you slower, so you, yep. like, pay attention to what you do, and then that becomes yeah. muscle memory. It becomes, you know, behavior, and then as you start to move up in in speed, all that stuff comes with you. Yeah. You know, you still have to adjust. You still have to adapt, but yep. um, it makes it easier to start in a slow car. So yep. You plan on driving a whole lot more this year or no? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to drive spec fit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, rad. I so, love that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that. I mean, I know I've got my CRX, and um, I think we've got some big plans for that. So, uh, basically, I want to turn that into kind of the proven grid life show car track car. Um, yeah. That's kind of the grand vision of it. So it's, uh, you know, make it the Time Attack CRX, right? A, a Time Attack CRX. There's, there's definitely some out there, but I haven't seen a new one pop up, well built in the states in a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, with kind of all the modern bits and, and scene point, you all know, fancy pieces. flocked goodness. Yeah. So, um, you <laughs> know, I think that's dash, kind of the baby. goal for that. Uh, I'm going to be working with some of our competitors, talking to the pro awesome guys and, and some yeah. other people that, that are, are again, part of our community, uh, to try and, uh, you know, get that CRX I, redialed in. I think it's perfect. Just like, just as it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was so powerful compared to my, my race car. That, that's probably true. It had 50 more horsepower. <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah. Um, so, but so there's some plans for that, yeah. and then um, I want to drive fits. <laughs> yeah, fits are fun. Yeah. Sweet. Well, you're going ice racing tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna go check out ice racing. Yeah. So we've got it. We've got a ice race event under the Grid Life banner coming up February 11th. Uh, so we're going up there to just kind of scout, uh, see yeah. how it all goes down. Um, you know, make some plans for infrastructure and things of that nature. Yep. Um, and yeah. So we should probably send you to bed. Probably. Yeah. Go to bed, dude. Thanks for coming on the show. Cool. Yeah. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. Thanks for throwing a party.
<laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> See you, everybody.